Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. behave ourselves on the story but y'all know what we thinking right now <laughs> i'm ready for the night i got a little extra energy i don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight as you can hear tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks we can talk <laughs> t-g-i-m Hey everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan, and it's Wednesday, and welcome back to another fresh edition of TGIF. Now we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So let me get to this part where we introduce the co-host. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host who is complaining he got too many jobs. He's blessed and highly favored. Monkey <laughs> <laughs> Dineva, what's up, Q? You know, I got my paperboy outfit on today. So, you know what I'm saying? That means I'm, I'm coming to read, read, read and all read. about it. <laughs> well, good. We are ready for you. And please welcome brand strategist who is on the road on tour again out there in LA, <laughs> Los Angeles, Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? You were here, right? You were just recently here. Yeah, I was hosting the Hoppa Awards out there with Cynthia Bailey and Michael Blackson. It was... um. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was, it was long. You know how our people, we like to start on a little bit, a little bit later than on time, but it was still a positive event. So yeah, it was Well, cool. you guys look good though. Cynthia looked great. You look good. Thank you. We trying, you know, we trying. If you got the main line connect to Michael Blackston, we need to have him guest host on our show. That would be funny. <laughs> Michael Blackson could come on. We could probably get him on. We have a couple of shows that we're doing together, so we could definitely get him on. Put that bug in his ear. I would love to hear his take on some of this celebrity stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I will work on that. So, fellas, what are y'all sipping on tonight? Y'all drinking tonight or not? Nah? Y'all who who's still on antibiotics? <laughs> Al? Good? The, old, the, old, the old me is back. You know, I ain't got no groceries, which means I ain't got no public lemonade. So I'm drinking vodka and cranberry tonight. <laughs> Al. Um, well, I'm in LA. It's 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 5 p.m. So I'm having a Red Bull right now. And he's also in a Days Inn and don't have no mini bar. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Al, you by the airport. From the looks of that bed, he by Skid Row. But <laughs> I am, I am, uh, I'm at the Biltmore. You know the Biltmore downtown. That's why I just stayed. His- Let me see the room. That's why I just the stayed. historical, the historical Biltmore. You know, with the suite, mm. and then you have, you know, what sitting you area. Out? What you doing out all there? The- taking meetings, trying to be like you and Funky, making all this money. You with another show, Funky with a new job. I can't be left behind. I gotta find some shit to do too. Ooh, well, sorry. Well, I gotta find of- some things too. Well, speaking of other jobs, Al, it seems like all the Fox Oil hosts been quite busy. And uh, this week, you appeared on Fox 5's Good Day DC Celebrity Dish segment. Let's take mm-hmm. a quick look at what you did. 
GIF co-host Al Reynolds joining us now. Hey, Al, what's up? Good morning, Al. Hey, Jeanette. What's going on? Don't y'all look so great? Y'all look good. You You don't look too bad yourself. All right. Thank (laughs) you. Let's get into it here. Uh, Guest host Whitney Cummings is filling in for Wendy Williams this week, and it looks like staff is offering $75 to vaccinated people to sit in the audience. Are you surprised that they're having issues selling out the show? You know, absolutely. We love Wendy Williams. And, you know, I always threw in a, a, a little a selfish, you know, we're a part of the Fox family here at TGIF. So, you know, we're here to fill in as well if they need us. There you go. <laughs> All right, Al, did you have a good time? How was it? Tell us about it. Oh, my gosh. It, let me tell you, it was it was a lot of fun. And Jeanette, uh, a shout out to Fox 5 in Washington, D.C. Shout out to Chanel, the producer. Shout out to Jeff, the executive producer. Just a very warm and welcoming family. It made me proud to be here at Fox Soul and how they treated me. They just treated me like another Fox member, Fox family member. And it was just it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. And look, I got to promote our show. And listen, both of them watch our show, y'all. So it was like, wow. It was like, yeah, it was like really, really cool to connect with someone who does this. They've been doing it their season. They've been in the game for over 10 years to have them watch our show on our network. Just just gave me a warm and fuzzy feeling. They're super nice and they are definitely supporters of, of Fox Soul. And uh, right. we appreciate them having you and promoting our show. All right, y'all. Well, right. So let's jump into some hot topics as TGIF. We have an update on the Dave Chappelle saga. Now, Chappelle recently shut down rumors of his refusal to speak with members of the LBGTQ plus community. Check out what he said. To the transgender community, I am more than willing to give you an audience, but you will not summon me. I am not bending to anybody, anybody's demands. What are your thoughts on Chappelle's statement? And should people let this issue go and focus on other issues? What do you think? Let's start with you, Q. You know, I thought about this issue earlier today when I was going over the stories laying in bed. And, and it's just, it, 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 it's, I'm going to get in trouble either way. So let me just say what I want to say. I'm tired of it. I want it to be put to bed. I'm just over all of this trans community, Dave Chappelle stuff, right? Now, where I'm going to get in trouble at is that I am a member of the LGBTQ community. And and so are trans people. And the expectation is that I'm supposed to be on their side of the fence. But I'm also a gay man. You know, the issues that they're facing doesn't necessarily affect me, but it kind of affects me. But I understand why people are frustrated with all of this. I really just want all of it to go away. But one thing that I will say that I am an advocate of right now, Dave Chappelle is at the forefront of canceling cancel culture. And I think that transcends this whole LGBTQ plus issue. It's time we put this mess to bed that people think they can just storm out, rally and and bow beat browbeat people into submission every time they don't feel like something is going necessarily their way or the way they want it to be. So shouts out to Dave Chappelle for just standing up in what he believes in, which is the same thing that the trans people are doing. They're standing up for what they believe in. And, 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 and we're in a world where everybody gets to stand in what they believe in. Good points. Al, what do you think about this? You know what? I have to say, I agree with Funky on this. I think that uh, he is leading the... Um, He's leading the uh, conversation around ending the council culture. I mean, it's funny that he even has Caitlyn Jenner supporting him as it relates to his stance on this. But let me tell you what my takeaway is. The dialogue that we've been forced to have ever since the closer came out 
is around our trans brothers and sisters. And this dialogue has been more open and more honest and more raw and more real than we have ever witnessed before. So I think we should use this as a teachable moment because that's exactly what this is. This is the intersection between free speech as a comedian, trans dialogue and their rights as it relates to them and the council culture. And I feel like it has really brought things to a head. And I love to see that black men and black women are leading this conversation. And I think it took us someone like a Dave Chappelle to do this because mm-hmm. I don't know who else could do it so effortlessly, um, as articulately, as thoughtfully as Dave Chappelle has done. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you really sit there, a lot of people that have complained about this and want to cancel him just saw clips. And if you watch his entire special, this guy has put thought into this. This guy is not just reckless and speaking just out the side of his neck. He actually put a lot of thought into this. And I think we need someone like a Dave Chappelle that's like, look, it, it is getting out of hand. And, and I, I don't think he was disrespectful at all. Again, I can't tell people what to be offended by. But I can say that, I, in my opinion, he was very respectful. And it is opening up the conversation for people to have about this in an intelligent way. Because he didn't come at it in a raggedy, you know, ignorant mm-hmm. kind of this emotional way. He was, again... Very thoughtful. Now you touched upon Caitlyn Jenner, uh, you know, having his back as well. Let's get into this tweet from Caitlyn Jenner. She said, uh, Dave Chappelle is 100% right. This isn't about the LBGTQ movement. It's about woke cancel culture, culture run amok, trying to silence free speech. We must never yield or bow to those who wish to stop us from speaking our minds. What do y'all think about this Caitlyn Jenner tweet? Right message, wrong messenger, because next people <laughs> use that same energy to be talking that Trump crap um, or whatever the case may be. You know, one thing that Al just brought to my mind is the fact that this entire Dave Chappelle fiasco has created a national conversation. What if, just what if, considering the fact that Dave Chappelle had a close relationship with his trans friend, that this was all intentional and he's a backdoor ally? Like, what if? Because rather wrong, right, or indifferent, he has been the catalyst for the conversation that the trans community has been needing to have mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. their rights at the forefront. And to piggyback off what you're saying, I need not just the LBGTQ plus community to, to, to get this, but all communities to get this. Just because someone is critical or poses a question does not mean they're not an ally. Mm-hmm. That's right. You might love someone, a child, a mate, a friend, and that's the person that should be able to speak on it and question you and call you to the carpet about things. And I think he did that beautifully. Again, if you mm-hmm. watch his special, he had great love for his trans friend. And I don't think it just extended to that one person. I think it's just mm-hmm. bigger than that one person. And I, right. I like what he's doing. So kudos to you, Dave Chappelle. And if it helps, if it helps, uh, you know, get us uh, uh, closer together and have a better understanding, then I'm all for it. All right, moving on. Fans of HBO's Insecure are not happy about Amanda Seals' character, Tiffany, being an honorary member of the AKAs. Now, Seals seemed unbothered by the backlash and explained she plays a fictional character and she never claimed to be a Sora. Now, the executive producer, I'm sorry, the executive director of the AKA sorority sent a letter stating that the show was not authorized to use their brand and they are uh, taking steps to protect their brand. I want to ask you too, are the members of fraternities taking things too far? Let's start with you, Al. What do you think? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, There is a process to this in using our Greek letters. Uh, We stand on the shoulders of our forefathers and uh, foremothers that have gone through a lot. Uh, But let me just break it down to basic law 
All right. It, it's about it's, this is around licensing. It's about acknowledging something that you've used on your public platform. The same way that these shows can't use water bottles. Claudia, you know this. Q, you know this. When you're on the set of VH1, you've got to take the, the, the uh, water bottle label off. And that's why you guys see on these shows that you have to take those covers off of the water bottles because it's a licensing issue. In this case, they should have asked the sorority for use of their Greek letters and they should have gotten permission. And I feel like if the director is saying that they didn't do it, that they didn't do it. So therefore they broke protocol and they have a right to address that. Um, I think it's less about her playing a character and less about them not following protocol. But let me turn this to something positive. The thing that I like the most about this is the visibility that it has brought the Divine Nine and as well as the HBCU conversation that we've been having for the last couple of months. This really has spearheaded because I had a cousin of mine, a little niece, and she's, you know, five or six years old. And she was like, why are they mad at the AKAs? Because I come from a family of AKAs. So the fact that these communities and families are having a conversation around this is a, is a positive from all of this uh, uproar. Okay. Q, what do you think? Um, you know what? It, it's, it, it, I, got, I got multiple thoughts. So number one, I honestly wish that those were upset. Those who were upset were upset about the, the legalities of it all, right? I really wish mm-hmm. that they were upset about the paperwork, but you being Greek, no, you know that they're upset for the simple fact that she's not Greek and got their stuff on. That's number one. Number two, I think a, a lot of people have gotten in my comments as AKAs and said, we don't know these AKAs that y'all are talking about that are so mad. Apparently there was like, you know, one person on a post or something and it caught on like wildfire. Number three, one thing I know from my over 11 years in media is that the the truth never matters. The only thing that matters is perception. Right. And I think this week the AKAs take an L because the perception to the average person is that y'all being petty because she was represented in an extremely positive way. She was at Stanford. She looked good. She was in Gucci and gold. She was married. She had a career. She had a child. She stood for finer womanhood and, 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 and everything, you know, the embodiment of what you would want a K to be. And the average person that does not understand the Greek system is looking at y'all and like, what is this complaint really about? Again, the truth never matters. It's about perception. And the perception is y'all are being petty right now. Now, and you, I, I, sorry, Claudia, but I just want to add this real quick. Now, but you got to remember, this is new territory for us Greeks, seeing our actual uh, letters in famous and big uh, mainstream uh, media. Now, when uh, Spike Lee did it, and you know, he did it uh, long years ago, he changed the letters because of getting the licensing around that for the movie. So I think it's a mixture. I think you're right. And, and she was portrayed in such a positive light. I didn't get that. I didn't get the uh, outrage for that either. But I do understand the outrage as it relates to licensing. Did a and different world? Did a different world use the actual Greek letters, or did they use? They made they made fictitious uh, organizations. They made fictitious letters for what they what the actors wore, but there were in the scene uh, deltas. There were in the scene um, alphas and AKAs, but they did get that approved by. Uh, each organization. Uh I'm all about finding the silver lining in situations, right? 
while I think we don't need to set a precedent where movies and shows can just go on using people's letters without authorization, the same way we're getting this huge push to HBCUs because of the Beyonce's and the medias, I mean, uh-huh. this character might inspire a whole group of people who don't know nothing about being no doggone, AKA, right. to go on and pursue the organization. So my whole thing is, look at the positive in this situation. Right. Yes, give HBO a tap on the hand. Next time y'all use our stuff, please call us and get authorization. But it's not a bad portrayal. And I think at the end of the day, it actually will do more good than it did harm. So in the future, organizations, uh, TV shows, movies, get the authorization. And on the other side, uh, fraternities and sororities, you know, I feel like they really came for it extra hard because it was Amanda Seals. And people love to give her a little bit of hell. I think think she has a little bit to do with it. And um. And I love that she spoke out against it. Let's take a quick break. We got plenty more show coming up after the break. We'll be back with more TGIF in two minutes. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Hey, during the break, we were just continuing the conversation about that whole Amanda Seals, AKA thing. <laughs> and it's basically not just about her and that incident, but just where we are as a society where y'all keep this sensitivity thing up. This is not a slam on the AKAs. It's about everyone. Everybody. You can't say anything. You can't describe someone as a big right. bone person, you fat shaming. <laughs> you can't describe someone as having bad edges. You you hair shaming a black woman who has hair struggles. Y'all find an ism and a phobia for everything. Well, we can't even be funny anymore. So when our material gets whack and watered down, remember this because this is where we're going <laughs> to end up being. We're going. You, you can't say anything anymore without someone having a hissy fit. But do you do you understand why my brand has just straight up become I don't care because I'm going to get if I say hello. I'm going to get in trouble. If I say the sky is blue, why he always talking about the sky blue? Why it can't be going sometimes? You're going to get in trouble regardless. I've been canceled more than Dave Chappelle ever. <laughs> so you might as well just say what the hell you feel because somebody going to be mad regardless. Right. Absolutely. I agree. But unfortunately, sometimes these networks do listen to what the majority or what a lot of people make noise about something. And that's the unfortunate part. Y'all ruining comedy now. I'm just saying y'all ruining comedy and entertainment. All right. Moving on, Floyd Mayweather, we got to get into this story now. He refused to take a photo with a male fan just because the man's nails were painted. Now, Mayweather can be heard in the video telling the 18-year-old, you got painted nails. I don't take pictures with guys with no painted nails. What are your thoughts on this story? Um, you know, I'm a defer to Al. I don't even have the emotional capacity to do this with Black men and a toxic masculinity tonight. So, Al, you can have it. Sure. Claudia, you know, uh, Floyd Mayweather used to be a client of mine when I worked at the bank. And I, I, I know Floyd. Um, and I don't think that he's homophobic. I feel like there's a little bit more to this story than we know. I think it could be the way the young man approached him and his team. Um, they're very sensitive about that. If you know Floyd Mayweather, you know he travels 30 deep. <laughs> he has security on every side. Um, I think could he have been more sensitive about what he said as the reason why he did not stop uh, to take the picture? Absolutely. But I promise you this. If ASAP Rocky, who wears fingernail polish, and Rihanna stopped Floyd Mayweather to talk or to take a picture, he would not have turned them down. I agree. And you know what? It's a known fact that Floyd Mayweather and our very own Fox's very own Jason Lee are really close and good friends. And there's not like he's got plenty of, 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 of people in the community in his, in his camp. Um, who knows how the guy approached him? I think that was a silly thing he said, but I don't think that means he's homophobic. Again, right. I just don't think, I don't believe he's homophobic. I've seen him. I've seen how his crew, I don't think he's homophobic. Maybe he was, and maybe that guy came at him rude. 
Because I'm surprised right. he even got close enough to ask Floyd for a picture with the people that ha- he has around him. You right. know, what do you think? I say people's words at face value. I don't take no pictures with no man with no fingernails, what else, with no painted fingernails. I mean, what else am I to deduce? Okay. Well, the nails were kind of wrecked. They weren't really done. Can we see that picture of the nails? <laughs> I mean, they weren't even like a good manicure. Maybe it was that. Floyd is about the finer things in life. And he is guys- about the finer things in life. And he, you got to look a certain way to be in his personal space, for okay. sure. <laughs> the nails were raggedy. Maybe because the uh, nails were... I'm going to help you out, Floyd. I don't I'm take a- pictures with men with raggedy nails. Like, they look like they've been chewing uh, them. How about that? I'm going to be in voluntary uh, denial with y'all tonight and just go along with it. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Well, since we're on the topic of alleged homophobia, Boosie lashed out on Twitter at Little Nas X after Nas X... I know we got a heat back in the news. He asked he joked about in, on Instagram Live about coming out with a song with Boosie. Listen to what Boosie wrote to Nas X. Stop trolling me, F word, LOL. He continued with, if you commit suicide, you would be, do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Now, Nas X hasn't spoke on this situation yet, but his father posted an Instagram story that appears to be directed at Boosie. His post reads, How the hell are you a gangster rapper promoting drugs, gun violence, degrading women, and getting high every video talking about you're for the kids? Man, sit your old man looking ass down. The game has passed you. Boosie responded to Little Nas X's father's tweet and wrote, don't get mad at me because your son came out like that. LOL. I know it hurts. Now, look, I know we had to report on this guy several times and we're all exhausted with this. But what do you guys think about, you know, how long this thing has been going on with Boosie and, and little Nas X. What do you think? Like it's an ongoing, almost weekly thing at this point. Q, what do you think? Here's the funny thing. Um, little, little Nas X won. He won because what Boosie has done, he has become a parasite whose only means of survival is to suck the blood out of the host the host body that is fine. He and little Nas X now have a symbiotic relationship Boosie's only relevance at this point has to do with his anti-gay rhetoric and his infatuation for little Nas X. Straight people and straight people hear me well. Lil Boosie likes dick. Okay. Lil Boosie likes dick. Allegedly. And he hates that part of himself. And that is why he hates it when he sees it in other people based on his upbringing, there is no reason why a heterosexual man who hates or disdains homosexuality so much is so preoccupied with this young boy. This is what true self-hate looks like. He hates little Nas because he hates that part of little Nas X that is in himself. I said it. I stand by it. And in the words of Sheree Whitfield, who going to check me, boo? Let me ask you this before we get to Alan. I want you to speak on this. What about this? We got to we gotta pose this question. Little Nas X is a troll. And he did, in this uh-huh. particular incident, he did call out and troll Boosie. In response to the 37.943 interviews that he has unsolicitedly spoke about Little Nas X. All right. I think let let me share with you. There's so many layers to this. Um, Number one, he did poke the bear this time. 
Um, uh, number two, this is the most attention that Little Bootsy has gotten in the last 10 years. His music doesn't make the blogs, but his homophobic rhetoric makes the blog on a regular basis. So let's be sure he let's be clear. He knows what he's doing. We've been talking about him more in mainstream than he has sold in records. But this cue is something that we have to understand as the LBGTQTIA uh, community. There is still a large portion of the population, and I'm going to say probably more than half in the African-American community, that feels, thinks, and, 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 and process things as it relates to Little Nas the same way that Boosie does. And we have got to be aware of that. We've got to accept it if we're wanting to change it. So I'm, it, listen, I'm a t- I ain't here for you paying to them trades. I'm just not. I, I I am friends, and and, and honestly, I no shade. You, my brother. That that mess coming out your mouth right now really feels like straight acceptance pandering. I am friends mm-hmm. with so many straight men. You got straight brothers. I got straight brothers. My straight brothers, regardless of how they feel, they they just when you don't when you not about something, you just don't care and you go on about your business. I'm not. I don't care that he doesn't accept it. That he hates it. It's a lot of people that hate it. It's the preoccupation with it. Why are you right. so preoccupied? Of all the things you can do in your day, this is this is always at the forefront of your mind. Why? Right. Why? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not speaking on his preoccupation. What I'm speaking on is that there's still a large percentage of the population that sides with him and sees his point of view yes. and, and feels they, the they, exact same way that and he they does. Go to work. They cook food for their kids. They take them to soccer practice. They pay their bills and make bank deposits through the ATM without uttering a word about the homosexual community, despite their feelings. Let me read a couple mm-hmm. comments. Uh, Sink 50 says, Boosie talks about Lil Nas X all the time and gets mad when he responds. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Smith said, Boosie is playing up to his unintelligent fan base. Mm-hmm. And uh, Regina M says, so we're going to act like Little Nas X isn't starting mess. The whole situation is ridiculous. Everyone doesn't want have to like you. They don't work together, so they don't have to be cordial. Okay. Oh, and uh, also another comment. B said, what Little Boosie is doing is similar to what Lizzo does. Where's the talent? The distraction is real. Wow. All right. Some interesting comments there. Chat is going hard. Give us some thumbs up if you're enjoying tonight's show. <laughs> Let's get into this last story before we get to a break. Nene Leakes recently uh, appeared on V103 Atlanta and got a few things off her chest. She expressed that Cynthia Bailey didn't show up until a week after Greg passed away, but revealed that every housewife did reach out to her after his passing. Nene also questioned why the housewives pitched in to send her a $200 bouquet of flowers instead of buying their own. Um, what are your thoughts on Nini's concerns? And by the way, I know for a fact everyone didn't pitch in. Some of us did send her stuff on her own. And I, I don't know. Al, this is your friend. What do you think? Is, oh, this is so funny to me, and I couldn't wait till we got to this story. Let me tell you. <laughs> let, let me tell you why they pitched in and got a bouquet of why they got a bouquet of flowers. Because they don't like you. You know what I'm saying? And they haven't liked you since you left. And they all celebrated you after you left. And here's what happened, because I know human nature very well. 
girl, you know, I'm finna get a bouquet of flowers for Nene child. Well, girl, how much is it? Well, girl, put my name on it. I cash app you $40 too. One person spearheaded it. Now, listen, from a human perspective, I think everybody felt sad that, that Greg passed and it's the human thing to do. But we cannot, despite the Greg passing, ain't got nothing to do with the fact that they still don't really mess with you. And that is why you got... You got the performative action of all of our names going on one card. So, Claudia, you know, I was there at the at the uh, it wasn't really a funeral. I guess it was a celebration. And all of the ladies, a part of that franchise, a real housewives of Atlanta were in attendance except for Cynthia. Um, And I think most of them came to celebrate Greg, because if you knew Greg, then you knew that he was a great guy. And I don't think the flowers being pitched in had anything to do with not liking Nene. I felt like that it was just probably the coordination of something. And yes, Claudia, she did get your flowers. She told me to tell you. Thank you. Um, But, you know, I think this was a celebration of Greg. So regardless of how those women felt about Nene, everybody that interacted with Greg and part of it, even production knows how great he is. So hopefully that wasn't indicative of how they felt about Greg because it was that day all about him. You know what I have an issue with? I didn't mean to cut you off, Claudia. The nice, nasty dog whistle. You know what I'm saying? The implication. She she didn't come until a week later. I mean, maybe she had another obligation that prevented her from being there. And then the I don't know, the expectation that I guess she was supposed to be there on day one. Like, y'all ain't even cool like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, and if it wasn't that, then it'd be being reported that she was being phony. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she showed up and I ain't even talked to her in a year. Now here she go trying to be at the house and eat some of the fried chicken that the family brought over. It's like, with certain people, you just cannot win. And I want to tell you something from somebody who's experienced death from lost both of my parents. It was actually the people who called me and came and saw me the week or two after the death that actually had the biggest impact because the you know people call you the day of the repast, the day of the funeral, then they forget about you. Um, good points. Uh, you know, everyone shows up the day of or the day before, the day after, but what about a week after? Um, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be careful with this as well. Um, it's no secret that her and I do not. We're not cool. We're not friends. We're nothing. You know, we're we're nothing. But uh, out of respect for Greg, I did send condolences and I never made it right. public. I didn't put it out there or post something or tell the world and whatever. But I did feel triggered when she posted, when she when I heard about this story, I'm like, hold up. No one owes you anything. I wouldn't have to spend one dollar. It has, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with your husband and paying respect to the man that we all got to know and love, who was so supportive and kind. Even when you were beefing with his wife, he was still a class act. And Nene, I can't tell you how to grieve because again, I've never lost a husband. I've never lost a mate. I'm not married. I just have a boyfriend. But like, it's just, it's just such a tacky thing to, 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 to did you Google how much the flowers cost? Like don't, the, the, the things that you said about other people, you're lucky that anyone even showed up for you, actually. And the fact that people rallied around you, I thought was a beautiful moment. So let's not ruin it. Like, let's just build on that moment and move forward. You know what I'm saying? And what would a separate set of flowers did? Like, what what would it have changed? If I don't like someone and and, and they lose someone, usually I'm just not going to say anything. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if someone, if they put it on, that's fine. I mean, you know, 
I, I really did feel bad for her. And, and, and um, you know, I just feel like Nene is taking these, making these missteps that are just further sabotaging her brand and, and her likability. And I think, let me tell you this, as much as we beeped whatever on the, on the show, we had some cool moments off. And I think she's hilarious. I think Needy is one of the most entertaining reality stars that has ever been on television. And that's facts. And the fact that she's not on television says a lot because I think she deserves to be on television. But I think it's stuff like this that rubs people the wrong way that may be hurting her. And I hope she can get through this and grieve properly and get back to where she's supposed to be. But this is not it, sis. Like calling people out about how they chose to support you know, you in, in the death of your husband is it's just, it's not cool. It's hard to be sympathetic. It's hard to be sympathetic. All right. And um, on that note, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Once again, in the comments, we see you. We appreciate you. Thank you for telling me my makeup was messed up. I put a little too much highlight. I can't see y'all. So I need LASIK. So if you all can recommend the best LASIK person in Dallas, I'm going to get these eyes fixed so I can like really see how bad I'm doing my makeup. All right, y'all, let's get into this. Uh, we got to pay some bills here, okay? Hey, y'all, have y'all ever had a, an acne breakout come at the worst time? Well, we've all had our skin issues, and that's why we're excited to introduce Apostrophe, the sponsor of tonight's show. Now, Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Now, all you have to do is fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history, then snap a few selfies, and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. Now, Apostrophe treats acne, and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals, like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. Now, look, it's quick and it's easy. And I love that I didn't need to schedule an appointment with a doctor and I didn't have to wait in a line at a pharmacy to pick up my prescriptions. Now, we all have a, a special deal for our viewers and our viewers only. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash T and use our code T. This code is only available to our soulmate, to our viewers. Okay, so y'all are VIP. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash T and click begin visit. Then use our code T at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's apostrophe.com slash T and use that code T to get your dermatologist, dermatologist crafted treatment plan for only $5. And once again, we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring our show. Okay, uh, let's get back in. Oh, no, let's get into a commercial and we'll be back with more TGIF and we'll have a nice little uninterrupted, nice chunk block of show for y'all. We'll be right back. You did, did, Welcome man. back to TJ. No, so we, <laughs> I'm, reading, I'm reading some of the comments. They're like, why key don't read the com the commercials? And we did try let to let him read. What happened. And it was so, a hot ass mess. First of all, they got me blacklisted <laughs> at Fox Soul. Like I was in the special classes. Like I can't read. We was reading the commercial <laughs> and the producer typed something in the chat and the copy moved up as I was reading. So I'm midway through the ad and the copy disappeared. So now I'm sitting there fumbling and it made me look like I'm a bumbling oh. idiot, okay? And they ain't gave me no commercial sense, but that's all right. <laughs> y'all can let Claudia and Al do all the work just as long as I check the same. That's all. I will oh. sit here and bite my fingernails for an hour, but they could do all the talking. Long oh, as I check the same. Claudia, he was a high best though, wasn't he? <laughs> 
I felt, I felt bad. I was like, "Is my friend it dyslexic?" Wasn't me. He it was. Happy he moment. was all off the. He was all off the set. He was leaning like this. <laughs> he was. Like, I was trying to get by. I was trying. I tell you what. I tell you what. Y'all give me another. Y'all not gonna do it. Embarrass me. Y'all wow, give me look another at commercial and see if I can read it. Okay. You know what? We are gonna give he you made up words. He made up sentences that were. Not even close to what a good improvisationist does. If the copy completely disappeared and we're in the middle of the ad, what am I to do? Oh, he said, go get it. Oh my okay. gosh. First of all, like both of y'all made me a little nervous when y'all read. I said, why? We got a problem here on this show. But you know what? We hear you, Q. We hear you, Justin. This Friday, no, on don't a Halloween no damn show. No, 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 no. We gotta be fair. The no. fans want it. The fans. No, want I don't it. care. The Go fans want it. If you really want to know the truth about it, I enjoy when I get to sit back for ten minutes and not do nothing. So you and Al can continue to read, and especially if you want to be giving me limp dick commercials. Y'all, y'all, y'all good. We'll find you some nice credit. I'll keep reading them penile dysfunction commercials. I'm good. All right, but I think it should be fair. We should all show our reading. No, he should not. The boy can't read. You remember when you were in school and you had to be called on to read? <laughs> you don't be paying attention to the oh, read. Do he read with his finger. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Tyson Beckford is in the news. We haven't heard that name in a while. He uh, recently shared his thoughts on men getting plastic surgery. He does not agree with male entertainers such as Drake and Kanye, who allegedly had liposuction surgery, and says that he would rather just get in the gym. Beckford also applauds other men who are also willing to do it the hard way in the gym and says there's no reason for him to lay down on a doctor's table when he can do the work in the gym. How do y'all feel about Tyson Beckford's opinion about men who choose to go under the knife? What do y'all think? Cloaked language. I'm so tired of it. At least Tyson Beckford was smart enough to try to package it nice cloaked language. What Tyson Beckford was really saying is men should not get plastic surgery. That's a woman thing. It's this toxic masculinity crap all over again. And listen, I, I, I'm not going to pretend like there probably wasn't a time in life where I didn't feel like plastic surgery typically has not been a man thing. You know what I'm saying? It's been a beauty thing that women do, but, but men are now doing it. I mean, in hell, why not? If girls can go out and buy new backs, and new asses and new titties. If I want me some abs, why can't I just go ahead and get it? <coughs> why not? Al, what do you think about this? I want to hear your thoughts. With that snowball ass, you better be full. I, 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 I want to hear you know. Al got a whole storeboard booty, okay? <laughs> he went and Look at the hate. Head. Look okay. at the hate, y'all. Speaking Look of BBLs, hate. Al, what do you Al? think? <laughs> Look, Q, you need to go out here and buy you some legs, Quietus. Those two sticks you be standing on, boy, you got to go see if they can put some volume in that mug. Because <laughs> you pushing it, that, the weights ain't cutting it. But anyway, seriously, I do think Q was onto something because even when he made the comment, he did it in his Jamaican voice. So I felt that there was a little slight in it. But you know what? Uh, like Kanye said, Kanye said that he on TMZ, he said he got it done because he did not want to be um, criticized and talked about because he had a little stomach poking out. And because he lives in the limelight and they always criticize everything about him, that was one thing that he knew that he could take care of that 
they wouldn't be able to criticize, which was his bulge in his stomach. I don't think there's absolutely anything wrong with you, with a man wanting to make some changes uh, for vanity purposes, and especially those who are under the pressure of millions and millions and millions and millions of people's opinion, like Drake and like Kanye. Who are they hurting by doing this? You sitting up there looking like Kourtney Kardashian, so of course you would feel that way. But if y'all don't piss me off, y'all ain't safe. All right, so you mad now. I'm real mad. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Of course Tyson Beckford's going to say this because he's a specimen. He has a perfect body. Like, he has the genetics that's going to, you know, he can do very, I don't know how hard he works in the gym, but it looks like a lot of that is like he was blessed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like me and my friends, we talk about like filters. I'm like, I don't have pores, so I don't really got to use them. I'm pores. They get them filters. They get mad at me. When you have less in that area, of course you can sit back and say, why is everybody going on that plastic surgery table? Because it'll never affect you. So right. I get what he was saying, but you know, I, it did kind of feel weird when Kanye was getting that light bulb suction and still kind of looked the same. Like, I don't think it. it <laughs> yeah, he did look the same, right? It, 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 <laughs> I can't really tell. All right. Speaking of the chop shop. <sighs> I have an update on Hazel E. Q's favorite person in the world. We got to have her on the show one day. (laughs) Recently, Hazel E. shared an Instagram story of herself prepping to have yet another cosmetic procedure. Now, if y'all remember in April, Hazel E. traveled all the way to Turkey to get a mommy. What? And almost died. To get a mommy makeover, and she nearly lost her life because of surgery complications. Funky! How do you feel about the girl Easy E? Uh, easy E. Hey, now who she gonna look like if she gonna stop getting these doggone procedures? How you feel about her being back in the news after we don't pray? Didn't we all pray for Hazel E? We prayed for her for a, a speedy, safe recovery, and and here she is back in the news, kind of taunting us like I'm back at it again. What you think about this, um, cute? So, you know, I, I have a very delicate choice to make right now, right? It's, it's the choice to be professional and newsy, or it's the choice to just listen to this little devil. <laughs> this ain't the news. You know, you, good? So, you know, you, you know, on the real, I think it's sad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that it's unfortunate. I, I would not want to be any human being, not just Hazel E., who feels that they have to consistently do these things to them bodies in order to feel whole. I actually feel bad for somebody that wakes up every day, looks in the mirror and just finds things about themselves that they do not like. Um, The unfortunate thing is that in the midst of finding all these things that she do not like, she still look like a mule with dementia. So I don't know what the hell she's doing. Are you saying the surgery is not working it's not helping nothing like it's not changing her ranking you know what i'm saying like like courtney i mean or chloe kardashian went from looking like oj simpson to looking (laughs) like cindy crawford like it changed her ranking like um hazel e like you not moving up or not like you ain't mama you ain't moving you're you're not you you know who else was like that that like tory spelling it seemed like it never it didn't take you yeah, what it's supposed to give. give. Your right. surgeon did not understand the assignment. None of them across any of the countries. You don't been around the world and I, yeah, yeah, is still getting it wrong. Like, right. I thought that she, yeah. honestly, I thought that she was redoing her breasts. 
like, but according to this post, she's redoing her ass, right? And that'll be leaking in two weeks. <laughs> Maybe because, like you said, what did you call it? Fix a Elmer's glue. Elmer's glue. So um, she got to get. She got to do it the right way. Maybe. You know what I don't get understand about these these like this obsession with the fake looking butts, like so much attention goes into their butts, right? And this is not just about Hazel; it's about like everybody. It's ass, 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 ass. Meanwhile, there's other areas in your life that could stand and use a little attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you put all this focus on a but. Okay, congratulations, you got an ass that's heavy and low and hangs low but- and it. <laughs> I, I got an even more poignant question. Why y'all be getting snatched but be leaving y'all back big? Like, <laughs> I, just, I like, saw you posted that. And you I was know like, what I'm saying? Like, why? <laughs> or like, why y'all be going and getting these new booties but don't be getting the thighs to match? Like, I just don't. Like, you you, you looking like a sexy-ass linebacker. I mean, all this fight. Well, speaking that, of sexy linebackers, we have a video. Of a commercial. So oh, there you go. Look the at him. Bite just big, big old Jesus. shoulder. He gonna work his miracle. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Alvarez. Mark this booty up. <laughs> no, it's, go- it's gonna take a miracle. Child, get off my line with this foolishness. He's already married and a mom, and I'm just like, you're good. Like, <sighs> you know that that's a good question, Claudia. I wonder what her husband thinks. He's not allowed. Because <laughs> the woman, the woman that he fell in love with. And the woman that he is evolving with now are not the same as far as, you know, physical appearance. I wonder, does he have a say in all of these procedures that she's having? Or is it more the audience that she's trying to appeal to? That's very important. Maybe he doesn't have, he's a lot younger than her. And maybe he's just like, you know what, do whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy. And -hmm. what's going to make the Fox Soul executives happy is us taking our last commercial break. And we'll be right back being our shady ourselves when we return after this break. (laughs) Oh, I'm not liking up tonight. Welcome back to TGIF. Great show. Tonight we're having lots of fun. Let's get into the last couple stories. I'm trying to get these all in. Spanx founder Sarah Blakely might be the best boss in history. She did something that left all of her employees in shock. Now, she gifted her 500-plus employees with two first-class tickets and $10,000 each after she sold a majority stake in her company for $1.2 billion. I'm sure that did wonders for morale at the company. I think more companies should follow suit. What do y'all think about this generosity? And should Fox Soul take a page (laughs) out of Sarah Blakely's book? What do y'all think about this? Say I was I was really uh, got warm and goosebumps about this. It was great to a see a woman leading um, a company to a billion dollar sale acquisition. It was also great to see all of the diverse people that work there. As we know, more than twenty percent of her employees are minorities. That was amazing, and it was also good to see a, a, a CEO treat their employees like they're supposed to be treated and not like Amazon. Now, although this is a beautiful gesture and an incredible story there, this is also business one-on-one, which is when you sell a company for that amount of money, you do have to be concerned about your profits and the taxes on that. And the way to evade taxes is to gift it to your employees. So she was not only brilliant um, on what she did as far as, you know, warm and fuzzy, but she was also smart on the other side of the transaction. Thumbs up to the Spanx founder and CEO. Great tax break right there. That's Great. right. 
Okay, uh, Q, have you ever gone on a blind date that went horribly wrong? Well, a man in uh, Xi'an, China, got the shock of his life when he went on a blind date and she arrived to dinner with 23 of her family members. Now, the woman was trying to test her date's generosity, but of course, the stunt went bad. It resulted in the man leaving her family with a $3,100 bill. I mean, I get her wanting to see if the man is generous, but this is beyond trying it. Q, what do you think about this? And was this man wrong to just bounce on the check? Let me tell y'all something. Y'all bet not ever in y'all life fix y'all lips to call black women gold diggers and scammers when you got these Asian women over here shaped like little boy gymnasts over here trying to scam these damn men. This woman knew she was dead, doggone, wrong, flat booty, no titties and all, trying to do child quiet as it's kept. She probably needed to eat up all $3,100 worth of that food or whatever the hell it costs. Nevertheless, this was wrong and it backfired. Let me tell y'all one thing. I know a thing or two about working a rich man and the number one way to work a rich man is to make his ass feel like you don't need his money, you don't want his money, and that you ain't there for his money. You got to tell him that he's beautiful. You got to tell him that he can. You got to tell him that he's smart. You got to do a little yum, yum, yum. You know what I mean? <laughs> Make it about the money. The first time you give a man with money indication that you are there for the money, you are out the door. That was a test. Now, see, Shanika, and I ain't going to lie, Shanika would have brought two of her homegirls if they were... She, she'd have had two of her homegirls meet her down to the club. Oh, I got this dude. We going to the club after we got a section. Two is all right. How many she brought, Claudia? 23. 23. To eat rice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, what they, they must have been like the police child. You know, like, you know, it would be different if her ass was from some famine famished village that was going through the great rice famine and they needed a meal. You know what I'm saying? But she tested his generosity and she got left behind. She messed up a good thing because, again, had she came in there calm and just ate her two tablespoons of rice and drank her, <laughs> she'd have been able to feed her family for a lifetime. I hate when I'm around my friends. Well, this used to happen back in the day, not now, because all my friends now got it going on. When they think uh, going out to dinner with some man that you don't even like or you're not interested in is a come up to get dinner paid for. I cannot stand friends. I can't stand people like that. I think that's whack. That was college. That's what females did in college. We grown. All right. So, y'all, it's almost Halloween. And Friday, we, we, we will be celebrating Halloween and we will be dressing up. So we are accepting suggestions of what we should be. Justin wants me to be Candace Owens. But I don't know if I got <laughs> I don't think your hair could do it. Yeah, I have to throw some water on it. All right. So, uh, okay. So it's almost Halloween. So before we leave, let's play a game called Hollow Emoji. A series. Hollow Emoji. A series of spooky emoji clues will appear on our screen and we'll have to guess the scary movie behind each emoji. We don't have a lot of time, so no explanation. Just get to it. Y'all ready to play? Let's do it. First scary movie clue. What is it? The clown with the balloon. It. That's right. You got it. it oh, wow. How you get that? Hey, okay. I remember. Next clue. Popcorn, phone, knife, scary woman. Um, scary movie. Scary no, movie. Um, scary movie part two. Scream. Scary movie. Scream. Scream. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, show us the next scary movie clue. Let's go. That's the same one. 
<laughs> Part two. <I'm> like, <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out. That wasn't Get out. Movie. That's right. That was get scary. Out. I guess it was scary. And okay, last get out. scary movie clue. That no, that's get out. Okay. Michael Myers, Halloween. Oh. Halloween. Good job, Dude, fellas. Yeah, good job. Watch more movies. Good job. Good job, Q. All right, y'all. We had a lot of, this was this was a fun show. Lots of shade. Like I like it. It was lots of fun. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva, for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Fox Souls Black Report. We'll see you Friday for our Halloween show. And I cannot wait to see what y'all come up with. I'll see y'all then. Bye, fellas. Good night. Right, have a good night. Good night, everyone.